I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's, it's time, Ryan. It's, okay. it's time, it's time okay. to, to talk about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which comes out this week. After seven weeks from Khan... I guess. Yes. Can. yes. Uh, however long it was that they released it and it, it didn't get raves. And, and so we've been sitting on it, waiting, waiting, waiting. And we finally got to see it. And they asked us to wait uh, for a week of release, which today on recording day is Sunday week of release. So even though there was no embargo, we waited, we were kind. Um, I, I'm a fan of the franchise, uh, as most people tend to be. Yeah. Um, uh, man, I <laughs> I don't want to launch right into a screed. I mean, I, I I wrote it up and I posted it, and and I, I think I tried to keep my screed level to a minimum. But I I I don't think this is a good movie. I'm totally fine with it. You're fine with the movie. Yes. Okay. So when you say you're fine with it, where do you put it then? How do you, Uh, how do you break, break down your fine with this movie for me? Well, I mean, it, look, it, 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 it's, it's far better than the last one. Again, that's, Uh, that's like a lot of times we talk about superhero movies. I know. I know. Um, you know, I think this is the first film where they did the de-aging thing where it didn't take me out of the moment. There were a couple uh, spots. The first, uh, first, you know, act is, is essentially uh, we're going back in time. And yep. so it's a young Indiana Jones. End of World War II. Um, and yes. Um, collecting items from the Nazis. Um, of course. Classic. Uh, well, I mean, you, you, you know, they, yeah. Uh, and I thought that this one got to work in the sci-fi elements to a better, deg- uh, better degree than the previous film did. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, ranking-wise, I don't know. Is it is it third? Is it fourth? I don't. You know, I mean, I'm not. I'm not uh, trying to say that this is a fantastic movie, but I I I have no. Uh, I mean, as as muted as reaction was, um, I I was expecting something that wasn't you know even remotely enjoyable, and I found this to be as enjoyable, if not more enjoyable, than a lot of the other big action films that we saw this summer. So that's okay. That's fair. I did, uh, let's let's talk about that opening sequence. Then uh, that for me felt the most like an Indiana Jones movie. Sure. Sure. Um, it you know that was a what fifteen twenty minutes of like classic yeah. Indiana Jones. Uh, now, granted, I don't know that uh, Toby Jones is the best guy to put in there. I I just I don't I don't feel that for him in this in this role. Uh, but I like sure. Toby Jones, so I let it slide. 
Um, but I think I think the feel and the flow and the intent of that opening sequence really is to remind you how great Indiana Jones is. Yeah. Because that feels the most like a Raiders or a Last Crusade. Sure. Uh, and then we get to old Indiana Jones. Yeah. Uh, in the 1969. And that that's where it just... I just... He doesn't want to be there. In this, this entire movie. I mean, he's old. He's grumpy. But... I didn't. I didn't think it was. I mean, I thought it was fine. I'm. Uh, I, you know, yes. Is it? Is it a step back from the the first act? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. But um, I don't know. I just didn't really have any issues with what they were doing with it because it 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 felt like they were just making a movie rather than trying to make the last movie or the set up the spinoffs or, you know, I mean, it just felt like they were making a movie and I thought that that was refreshing. Um, I mean, I, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm not gonna, I, the, you not liking it. Right. Isn't, isn't a huge su- surprise. Um, but for me, it, it did what it needed to do. And, um, it scratched that itch. Um, and you know, if it ends there, it ends there, and I think that's an okay place to end. Well, it's I, a better place to end. I think that's. I think maybe that's uh, the the main thing for me is I, I wouldn't want it to end on where it was, and so to have this be the new kind of you know ending point right. uh, is much more satisfying to me than than where we were at. Yeah, and uh, like I said, I I don't think it's a good movie. I think that there are. <sighs> There are things in this movie that are good, um, you know, kind of like canonically or, you know, even moments that are just that are just good. Like I said, that opening sequence is great. Um, I just I felt like the the most emotion in this film was was uh, him retiring that that sequence, you know, where it just that that's a broken man. At that mm, moment, true, where he's true. retiring, you know, I because you know it's it's tough when your life's work ends, uh, and that's what was happening to him. And the fact that I think that he was he he was finishing at what I'm I'm going to assume in 1969 is a a C list school in New York City instead of the University of Chicago or uh, you know anywhere else that he could have been because he was he was a throughout his career had been a lauded archaeologist and professor. And, you know, time, I think time kind of passed him by and to where he wasn't as appreciated for a lot of things, Um, which, you know, I, I, I I hate to jump on the, the, the the hate wagon, but man, I, I really hated that Helena just continually rubs his face basically she tells him he's worthless uh, in one hand, but in the next moment, he's the only one that can do this. And it happens through the entire movie. And she's just so she's never self-deprecating in this movie. I mean, as I, one one of the things I wrote is like, she, she, she believes she knows everything. She tells you, she knows everything, the whole freaking movie. And it's not in that cute kind of, I'm really self-aware and, you know, self-conscious kind of way. 
that that a Han Solo or a classic Indiana Jones has, where you know that's all cover. She firmly believes that she is the smartest person in the room every single time, and that she is going to beat you because she's better than you. She she in any other movie, those are the characteristics of the villain. Well, maybe, but I think that it's also a woman operating in a in a world dominated by men. So she has to be better. She's been raised to have to be better. But does she? I mean, um, but does she have to do it with the man that she theoretically respects at at some point? Uh, that, that's uh, well, my, that's my problem. She can be pissy about the the, the think, antiquities I, dealers, sure, and the shake's son. I think for a lot of what is going on is 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 the fact that she doesn't uh, respect him. Um, she's it's it's a cover. It's a it's an um, you know she and at the end I think yes does she change yes I think she eventually you know but I, I initially at least for the first three fourths of the movie I I don't think that she views him as an equal or a superior. Um, and and I don't understand. She grew up with him. She knows well, what he, you know what I mean. Sure, she knows what he is and who, a, what he's done and what he knows. Yeah, but she also thinks that he's ridiculous and he should have made more money, or you know, uh, or that. Uh, but, that but but then where does that come from? You know I what I mean? It's the, the relationship with her father. Well, he wasn't in it for money. Well, and exactly, and he should have been. Is I think the you know you guys did all this adventuring and you could have uh, given you know the people that you love a life that was worth living, but instead you. Um, strung us along, and so, so yeah, I'm going so to devote my life to the exact same field that I am going to well, do it better than you. More of a, no, I don't think it was that. <laughs> I think it was I, I can I I see an opportunity to make money. Um, I see an opportunity that you guys didn't take. So I'm gonna I'm gonna you know ethically I don't care about these things ending up in museums. It doesn't make any difference to me. Again, no, she's, she's a villain. Yeah, she's a villain. She, I mean, and 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 I and I, I when I wrote it up, I said she's like the main villain of the movie. Mads Mikkelsen is like a secondary villain. He he doesn't get as much screen time. He's really not. He's really one dimensional because he's you know he's just a Nazi holdover. It's like Nazi yeah. got it. You know, um, I am kind of surprised by what his plan was going to be. Uh, sure. Going back, it's like that's an ambitious plan. I wish we had had heard more about that moving forward. Because it's like you you think you know what his plan is. He's he's going to go right all the mistakes that Hitler made. It's like well, technically. But what you're sure. really going to do is what every time traveler says they're going to do, but not for the same reasons. You know, it's like yeah. uh, that's that's a that's a plot I can get behind. How weird would it have been if this movie, spoiler alerts, I'm going to say it, spoiler alert, if, well, it's not really a spoiler alert because this is my idea of what the movie could have been. What if this movie had actually been a time travel movie in which Indiana Jones has to save Hitler to save history? Mm. Interesting, but it wouldn't fly. I, that would, I that, even with that Mangold, 
You don't think would Mangold be, would have considered would be, that? Uh, no, I think it would have been uh, Anna Steele. Um, you know, I, I, no, I don't think audiences would accept that. And I think, unfortunately, better would it have been an interesting film? Could have been. But do I think that it, would that go over? I no, I don't. I don't, I don't know that it would have gone over, but it would have. It would have at least had people talking. Sure, but uh, I think considering the uh, contemporary attitudes toward Nazis, yeah. in the sense that there are plenty of people who think that they are not that bad. I don't know that you do that. I think it comes across as being a uh, Nazi apologist. Well, that's well because that's that's the weird thing is that he actually would have been been saving the the best case Nazis as opposed to the worst case not the worst the, you know the even worse Nazis that would have happened, which is you know kind of where we were going in this. This was the desired end state. Uh, so. I just, it's 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 weird. I think that's a it's a direction they could have gone. You're right. No, I, a lot of people would have had problems with it. It would have taken a ballsy filmmaker to do it. Um, well, and I and and I don't think that this is necessarily the the uh, the, the I, right time to do. I don't. This. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know that there is a good time. But but honestly, I think Indiana Jones winds up being the best character to do it with because of everything that has gone before. Just it, just a thought, but no, but this, but the the way this this movie, I, I said this movie running through the plot that we have, and look, there's been a lot of talk on the internet about how this movie was made, how they shot the movie, right? How they shot multiple versions of every scene so they could figure out what worked and put together a movie, which sounds like a terrible way to put together a movie, but I don't know that that's actually true. But if that was the way that they did this, the the story that they put together here does actually make sense. There is a beginning, there is a middle, there is an end. So if that's what they did, they shot enough to, to put together a fairly coherent story through the film. So kudos to you. Uh, my problem is that it is, it is very a to B to C to D it's it. I felt like I was watching uncharted again, which by the way, quick tangent, uh, my wife had never watched. So we, I, I said, if you really want to watch it, I'll watch it again. And so I sat through Uncharted again, and I was like, "Man, this movie's terrible." And for yeah, the record, this movie is not as bad as Uncharted. No, it's nowhere. Near <laughs> it's nowhere as near as bad as Uncharted. But that exact, so but I, that story flow. It's like we have to get to here to get to the thing to do the other thing to do this thing to do that thing, and then we're done. Yeah. And it's so it, but it is very. It never. I don't know. It just after that opening sequence, it just never kind of felt like an Indiana Jones movie. They were always. Not always. They were almost always playing catch up. Uh, Antonio Banderas is wasted here and a glorified yeah, cameo. I yeah, I don't disagree with that. Um, I don't know how I felt actually felt about that whole underwater sequence. I was like, I, I, I see kind of what what they wanted, and I was like, ah, it's just something, something's off, and I can't put my finger on it. I don't know if it's a, if there's a technical thing that I'm thinking in the back of my head that's wrong or something. But but I I was watching I was like ah, this could be why is this not working in my head and I couldn't figure out why but I still haven't figured out why that's not working all I know is that it's really sad that Antonio Banderas is dead uh, <laughs> you know uh, and he's wasted because everyone dies in this movie except for Indiana Jones and and Helena uh, yeah any other character side character they run into winds up dying because that's what happens in these movies 
which actually there's a lot more death in this movie than there is in a previous mm-hmm. Indiana Jones movies. Truth be told, uh, there's a lot of a lot of collateral damage here, and not like nameless soldier collateral damage. There's always that in an Indiana Jones movie. But you know, there's a lot of characters that you're like, "Hi, my name's Bob. I'm 40. I like to up. Oh, no, Bob's dead." Yeah, it's not it's not red shirt number two that gets yeah. killed. So uh it's it's interesting. Uh but yeah, this is nowhere near as bad as Uncharted. Um it's it's watchable. I don't know that I need to watch it again. Um, which makes me sad. But you know, I don't know if I need to watch Crystal Skull again anytime unless I'm really, really bored. No, I'd I'd absolutely watch this. Over. And I and I might just for that opening sequence. I mean, I'd watch the rest I mean, of the movie because I can't stop a movie halfway through it. It doesn't really work uh, for me. But there, like I said, and there's enough there's enough things in here that are interesting canonically that you know, like you know, his relationship with Marion after the last movie, we you know, we get some resolution here, or we get some insight into that and some resolution on that. You know, we get some resolution on Mutt. We get some. Um, the the only thing the only thing that's weird is that we introduce a completely new colleague to be Helena's father when we could have gone with uh Broadbent's granddaughter from uh from Crystal Skull you know we could have gone well actually we couldn't it could have been his daughter because they were about the same as your granddaughter but you know they there were other characters that had run through I mean Marcus mm. Brody was dead so we, you know that would have been a stretch maybe although it would have been nice to be like his granddaughter that would have been cool because the age would have worked out right then so would you know that that would have worked um, but they just introduced a completely new character, maybe because they needed him in the opening sequence, or they wanted that character in the opening sequence, um, yeah. and that's that's really the only reason I think that that we we got introduced to to Toby Jones, which, like I said, I love Toby Jones; he's great. Um, but I just, it's just weird that we get you know, uh, you know, his his opposite, his balance is is just a, a completely new character that we're supposed to believe there's history when there's not really history. So they just kind of shoehorn it in there. Um, Mads Mikkelsen, appropriately menacing as Mads Mikkelsen is, uh, when he wants to be. But again, I, I, he just, his performance was very one note for him, for me. There's no, there wasn't a lot of, I mean, sure he's German. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, there's, he, it, there, it was never up. He was never down really. Um, well, just, I mean, he, there was a sense of bitterness, uh, you know, it was um, almost disgust. Yeah, but again, it was yeah. very. It's very reserved. Uh, Discussed, and the only I thing think, the, I think the the most worked up he got was right at the end when he was saying, "Turn around, turn around, turn around." Yeah. Uh, when he realized I've made a horrible mistake, I need to rethink my life choices. Um, which you know, panic will do that, I guess. Um, yeah, well, that's where confessionals, sure. <laughs> you know, this. Yeah. Oh, but, this uh, is a bad idea. Yeah. yeah this. Yeah. This. But, but, but no, so, but the, then the final sequence, not the closing, uh, but the, that final sequence, um, with the, the, the dial, you know, yeah. bookends with the front of, of modern indie. Um, so, you know, that makes sense. You, you kind of guess that that's where it's going to be because, uh, these movies are nothing if not predictive for you. Yeah. Uh, whatever we're talking about in the first part. That's the important part at the end part, um, even though it seems like idle chit chat. So you know, but it's there. It's it's kind of neat in that way. You know, you do get a history lesson. Uh, 
Although I was watching them and they were talking about, he was talking about the death rays. And I was like, debunked, mm-hmm. Mythbusters. Um, that's all I could think of that that one moment was nope that was debunked, uh, but but you know it was it was cool uh, that ending was kind of neat. Uh, I think the the close had to be the way it was. Um, I don't think they could end it any other way. Maybe without riots. Um, had he gotten his wish, I think there were sure. riots. Um, and that, and I I wouldn't have been happy with that ending either. To be fair, uh, so yeah, they came back and they they you know they tug on your heartstrings a little bit, and that works. Uh, it's always nice to see uh, John Reese Davies as Sala. Yeah. Um, but it just I think the 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 movie as a whole is no better than than a five out of ten for me. Well, I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, for me, I I think it's more of a six, six and a half. Um, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, which is, I mean, I think that I enjoyed it as much, if not more so than The Flash, than, uh, I mean, oh. I, the, the Transformers really. Um, I mean, I, I would put them all and maybe you know this is says something but they're all kind of i mean i think i enjoyed this one the most but they're all on par with each other um which yeah. maybe says some some not so great stuff about the blockbuster movies this summer it has been a weird um, but, summer for blockbuster movies you know, i mean if you're not a spider-man cartoon you, or, you or a mario Brothers. kind of I, or a mario well yeah but but i mean even the mario brother i think that i don't know that that was a masterpiece. I think that performed well. Um, yeah. and I think it was an enjoyable film, but I, I don't know that it was, I mean, it was probably a little better, um, but not a lot better than these. So, I mean, I, a lot of the, I think we're in this, this kind of phase where a lot of the big summer blockbusters are all coming out as, eh, it's all right. It's good. So I, is it, I, you know, it, well, there's going to be one that's probably going to destroy that, that sentiment here in another couple of weeks, but uh, which we're seeing this week, which is why we're talking about this one now. Uh, yeah. But is, do you, so do you think that is, is there a quality decline or is there an audience? I don't want to say a, there, there's a jaded audience because good films are performing Maverick no, performed. I, yeah, no, I think, um, or audience more. So I mean, are we that much more selective as an audience? Well, I, th- I think that there is, uh, I don't, well, yeah, I think there's a selectiveness. I mean, it's, it's the getting out of the rhythm of going to these things. It's, uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know specifically, um, you know, or I, I think with every different film, there's probably a slightly different reason, mm. but there's a lot of reasons out there. Um, and I think that's part of the problem is, um, you know, the industry kind of ate itself um, and it put itself on a course the, that you that made movie theaters less important um, because well, they, they, you couldn't go to the movies. So, well, they had to improvise, but they, I think they they went so far in the other direction that now everyone is like, well, why didn't you just put this on Disney Plus? Right. Well, because because it was never intended to just be on Disney plus, you know, that was, but the, you know, the convenience element of it, I guess, 
I guess people don't care about seeing movies in the way they're supposed to be seen. You know, I guess they just they're okay with, um, you know, uh, films that are you know tiny on their you know rather than seeing them in the the theater with a bunch of people they can watch mm-hmm. them at home on their phone or whatever. I don't. I mean, I. But you know, that's only watch movies I, on I, your phone if you're on an airplane. That's the only time you should be watching a movie on your phone is if you're on an airplane because you're stuck on an airplane. Yeah. And it should be a movie that you've already seen, not one that you're seeing for the first time. That's my, my yeah. quick rant there. Um, let me let me ask you a question. We talked about, we touched on the boring part of, of movies, uh, the movie business, when we talked about The Flash and Elemental. You know, we talked about, you know, distribution and streaming and theaters. Mm-hmm. Here, here I, 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 this, this is a question, and you probably haven't considered this yet. Um, this is made by Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, made by Lucasfilm and Paramount, yeah, owned by Disney and Paramount. I would assume that Paramount has distribution rights. Uh, no, I would think that it's Mm. now you see what my you see what my question is. Uh, Where's this going to stream Disney or Paramount Plus? Um, I would guess that they've worked that out somehow. Um, yeah, I would think, yeah. Um, although I, I think what may, I, it, 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 where it might get tricky there is home video. Who, yeah. Who has the home video rights versus, uh, cause I, I, yeah, I mean, because Disney, Disney owns the first four at this point. That's their intellectual property. No, 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 no. They're paramount. So, so that's so this might not wind up on Disney Plus. This might wind up on Paramount Plus. Uh, that that could be. But yeah, so, yeah, the 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 Paramount home video rights are or the home video rights the Indiana Jones are Paramount. That, oh, <laughs> But hey, look, if you enjoy what you're seeing and hearing on the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, why not take a second to click subscribe if you're on YouTube, click follow wherever you're listening to us, uh, you know, follow us on Twitter at VS Movie Podcast, same over on Facebook. If you're on uh, Instagram, it's Visually Stunning Movie Podcast. That would be awesome for us. We appreciate you listening. And now let's get back to the show. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
So here's a really weird question for you. And sorry, folks, this, this question just popped into my head. Is it possible that if Disney wants to stream this on Disney plus, they would have to pay Paramount to stream their own film? Uh, I would think that they had worked that out prior to all of this, but is it possible? Yes, it's possible. That's just weird. And that, my friends, sums up how jacked up the movie industry right is right now. I think that's a I think <laughs> I think that's just insane. Yeah. That I there's mean, a well, there's I mean, a scenario uh, in which Disney has to pay. Like I said, you they had obviously had to have worked this out. But there's yeah, a scenario so in which Disney think- has to pay to stream its own movie. Or they, yes, there there has to be some sort of financial consideration at some point. That yes, that. they had to they had to strike a deal with Paramount to get this. You know, yeah. Wow, so, that's crazy. Well, yeah, but that is business. that is that is so. But again, that's that's the fracturing of the market that we were talking about. There's not a place to stream. There's a hundred no, places no. to stream. Sure. And then all you know, back in the day, wasn't it cute when people there were like seven production companies listed at the front of a movie? Yeah. Because they all had different slices of the distribution pie and the marketing pie. And it was for theaters. And now you look at that and it's like that's a that's an issue. Or that can become an issue. On that's wow, that's just weird. That's crazy. I hadn't, I, like I said, I literally, I hadn't thought about that aspect of it till right now. I was, cause I was just thinking it's yeah. like, it's funny because Paramount is going to be going up against Paramount in a few weeks when mission impossible seven comes out. Yeah. But I think you'd find that they, they're probably okay with, I, I say <laughs> going up against and people know what I mean. Uh, cause yeah. again, this is going to be in theaters for three weeks and then Mission Impossible hits on week four, I think. One, two, three. Yeah, three three weeks, and then the fourth week of Indiana Jones, Mission Impossible hits. Well, in the, the in, the, in the modern kinds of things, I don't know that that's unexpected. I mean, that three weeks is, you know. But for two, well, that would be like Marvel releasing two movies four weeks apart. Back yeah. in the day. Well, or or Marvel releasing in Star Wars, uh, Star Wars and uh, Marvel. Uh, Star Wars and Marvel, yeah. So yeah, Star Wars hits June first, and 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 Marvel hits June twenty first. Yeah, and so, and it wasn't. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a little tight, but uh, considering, I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I don't have any idea how. how Things are going to play out in theaters anymore. I, I mean, I honestly just no. It's it's crazy. I have no was it, uh, I have, uh, li- not the Little Mermaid. Elemental was moving up the chart this week. Yes, in terms yes. of box office, um, it's n- normally movies move one direction. In in the modern world, in yes. the modern world, they move down. Very yeah. rarely do they move up. Uh, it, you know, except in cases of uh, going from a limited release to a wide release. Sure. Sure. Uh, or a wide release to a wider release or, you know, yeah. a wide release to a wider release because of word of mouth, which rarely happens. Uh, yeah, it's not anymore. It, it doesn't really, it's, happen. it's not the norm. No, no, it is not the norm. So the fact that elemental is, it's not going up so much as it is not dropping as much. 
um, as maybe it was expected to, and other movies maybe were dropping more. So that's well, weird. yes, I think that, that that's a, I think that's a, you know, I mean, I, I think we're seeing with the Flash uh, a considerable drop off. Um, I think that they, they, you know, anyone who really wanted to see it, yep. saw it opening weekend, and uh, it's it's it appears that at least you know even the people who were okay with it who liked it they still wanted to see something else this week, right? You know, or they or if they went to movies at all, they yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not surprised. Ele- Elemental, it's a family film. Yeah, um, yeah. it's it's summer. There's always uh, a market for that in the summer. Yes. Yeah. So, so you know, I mean, it, I, I don't know. Um, it's strange. It's a strange, strange time. No, it is. But I, I, prefer, I, but I, you know what? I wouldn't mind going back to the, the a time where a film can start out at number four and then work its way up. Yeah. I mean, it, I, it has I, happened. I, you know, but it, and it's it's been a long time really since that sort of thing. But that's how it was. I mean, E. T. did not open at number one. You know, E.T., it took a few weeks before people went, oh, it's a good movie. I should go see it. Yeah. And then it played forever. Um, you know, so I, I I I prefer that to the contemporary model where it's first weekend. And if it's no good, uh, and then when I say no good, blockbuster number wise, you know, right. if it doesn't make a ton of money in this first weekend, it's not going to. And then you have a lot of people who go, well, no one went to go watch it. So it can't be that good. Right. Right. And it'll be streaming in another two months. Yeah, now that's yeah, that's the new aspect of it too. Yeah, like I said, um, I, I think I mentioned the theaters need to put their foot down and they need to throw out a number. Well, for and, not you know streaming. What I think, but I think I think that it is actually I think that uh, the, the the studios are hurting because of it because I don't think they're getting the revenue off of streaming that they thought they were going to. Right. So I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we start to see a more conventional three month window. Um, because I mean, they're minimum. realizing, yeah, well, yeah. Cause they're just not seeing the, uh, the, you know, it, it doesn't benefit them as much as I think initially they thought it would yeah. to have it instantly on their streaming services. Cause we're seeing streaming services are completely having to rethink the way they're going about things. Yeah, um, you know, and Disney is part of that, and you know, uh, Warner Brothers is part of that, and so yeah, I think I think that they're going to have to try to make theater important again if they want to if they want to actually make profits like they I think expected to make, or at least more I, than, I think, or at least enough, because right yeah, now they're not making so. enough. No, and I think initially everyone thought, oh, streaming's going to be like what video, home video, DVD, Blu-ray sales and all that were like, right. and it's proving to not be the case um, because, you know, you know, if you're sp- granted, yeah, okay, if you spend $20 a month, but on, on Disney or whatever, right. and that's a considerable amount. But when you divide that up of all the things that you're getting for that 20 bucks, um, as far as you know, Disney making revenue off it, they're they're not really coming away as uh, you know. I mean, I, I, I guess I don't, I don't know how they viewed what they thought the streaming system, you know, how it would work. Yeah, um, I, it, but, they, but they, they clearly, just I, assumed perpetual growth. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah, 
I, and, and, but I think, I think they might have, or they, you know, or I, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think that they were confused about what was actually happening. Yeah. I don't think they understood. They, they saw Netflix was making money. And so they thought, well, we want on our slice of that. But the problem was, you know, the model, I, well, I don't even, was Netflix making money? I don't even know. You know, I don't know if they were making money. Yeah, they, well, they were. They were the only game in town. You know, yeah, well, them so, and Hulu. Well, yeah, and but then, so but I mean, Hulu so, was so they TV they probably weren't probably. paying through the nose for content. Probably uh, not because they they were the only game in town. So they, I mean, they were paying, but they weren't getting you know raked over the coals. Yeah, and then but you know even but even Netflix had to do you know recent history. He laid off a ton of people. Yep. So, you know, I mean, I think, I just think that, yeah, the movie industry was very quick to jump over to, uh, you know, they adapted maybe too quickly during the pandemic and they didn't have an exit plan and they've shot themselves in the foot. Um, they really, you know, I mean, I, I guess, uh, yeah, I just don't think streaming did what those people expected it to. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's just it is as simple as too many people wanted their piece of the pie, and look, folks, the pie is not that big. Yeah, in this case, economics people, the pie actually is finite. Um, yeah. So yeah, but in terms of Indiana Jones, I think I have no idea. I, I, I well, no I don't know. I don't know how soon it'll go to streaming. I said like seventy days. And it'll be streaming on Disney Plus. But now I don't even know if it'll be on Disney Plus. Like I said, having had that uh, relation, it, it, probably, it, probably it probably will. will but be. I just i I'd love to know the behind the scenes on that. I would love well, to sure know that, that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that there's you know it's it's the same sort of agreements that Sony has with Marvel. Um, they work all that distribution and stuff out ahead of you know, yeah. the game. So, but like I said, um, but it it would it's just going to be weird if if Disney is paying a dollar. Sure. Stream their own. It just, it like I said, that that just boggles my mind that there's they a scenario be, in which that happens. I I would think that it would be more that they're sharing right. part of their dollar, something. But yeah, it's just it's I, just weird. I, I would think it's I I would be I would think it's probably Paramount gets twenty five percent, you know, something along those lines. Well, there well, that's um, that's interesting because again we're deep in the weeds here, but it, it's it's funny if if it turns into. Uh, is is Paramount going to get paid based on numbers? Uh, if if it goes to Disney Plus, which we would assume it does, uh, Disney is going to have to report actual data to Paramount to determine. Maybe, yeah. Because you know they're not yeah. going to just take their. I mean that that that's that's a whole separate subgenre of YouTube channel is streaming sure. number accuracy uh, and reporting, which nobody seems to be able to get their get their hands on but uh that would be it would be interesting i said there's there's so much behind the scenes that i just realized is really again that but that for me that that plays into my brain was like i love i love processes and i love understanding how processes work you know whether it's a a legal process or a political process or in this case a filmmaking business process it's like well now that i find that interesting i kind of like to know how the sausage is made Um, so now i'm just going to sit here and that's going to be rattling around my brain for like weeks (laughs) <laughs> trying to trying to come up with something that makes sense 
Uh, and now I'm going to have to go do some digging because it's just going to bother me forever and ever at this point. Um, but yeah, so we're, 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 we're kind of split on, on Indiana Jones and the dial of destiny. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think it's fun enough. I think it's good enough. I, I don't, I don't, like I said, I'm, it's a five for me. It's a five for that, for that opening sequence and end for the, the, the kind of bits. It's, it's not super nostalgic or fan servicey, which is nice, but there are things in there more indicative than, you know, lifted from, I guess, from what has gone before, you know, and then we get to the end and that's, that's nice because who doesn't love Karen Allen? So, uh, you know, there's that. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's where we're, so we're split on, on that. Sadly, uh, we do have, uh, there's, there's kind of a dead zone here for a little bit. Um, until mission impossible on the 21st of July. Uh, I don't know that there's a ton coming out. I mean, big movies, there's no big movies coming out between now and then. I'm not sure when Barbie comes out. Uh, I think it might be before then. It's somewhere yeah. in there. And then Oppenheimer around the same time, but we'll see if it slides at all. No, it is. It's the 21st right now. Yeah. yeah it's the last date I saw. So it's it and Mission Impossible 7. Yeah. On the same date. That'll be a fun weekend. If you're a moviegoer, probably want to go see both on big screens. IMAX probably. Uh, if you can find a theater that's not dedicated their one IMAX screen to one of those films, you yeah. might have to go to two separate theaters. That would be funny too. Because I believe they were both made for IMAX. Uh, and you know Nolan's going to want his to be shown in IMAX. And you know Tom Cruise is going to want Mission Impossible to be shown in IMAX. That's, that's another one of those interesting little business decisions that <laughs> sits out there in the mm-hmm. ether. Uh, it'll be fun. But no, I, I'll, I'll bet both of, them are, both of those will be worth watching in IMAX. Let's put it that way. Uh, so there you go. So we're, yeah, we're going to be watching Mission Impossible this week. Next weekend... I will be in Denver for Fan Expo, which will be fun. But So we will be talking about Mission Impossible the week after that, the 4th of July weekend, which is also coming up. So enjoy your long holiday weekend, everyone. Uh, go freedom. That's uh, that, that. I don't want to get any farther into the 4th of July than that because people get all upset. So, um, Ryan, what do you have going on? You had to see Les Mis. You had to skip a movie the other night because you went and saw Les Mis on stage. I went and saw Les Mis. Yes, I did. And was it enjoyable? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you know, I, 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 yeah, you, like, you skipped. You skipped. Uh, no hard feelings. No hard feelings with Jennifer Lawrence, which uh, my review is also up on the website, uh, and you can go read that for yourself. But well, if you and, see and it finally and want to talk about it, yeah. we can talk. Uh, about we'll it. see. I don't know. Uh, Val was Val uh, had had some pretty choice things to she say was, about she it. She was she was very clear in her review. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, cause you, you missed uh, a movie that we had uh, over the weekend. Um, Ruby Gilded. Yes. Well, so. Another animated film. Um, we, since I probably won't go see it at this point, unless my wife decides she really wants mm-hmm. to go to the theater and see it. Mm-hmm. How was, mm-hmm. what's, what should everyone know about Ruby Gilman, teenage Kraken? Uh, if you thought elemental was derivative, um, you've got something. Yeah, no. Uh, it's fine. I, I would I would say it's 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 fine, but it, it is that a DreamWorks. Uh, yes, it is, I, and, I it, and so. I would say it's it's probably on the lower scale, you know, because some DreamWorks stuff is actually really really quite good. This mm-hmm. this this is this is okay, you know. Uh, 
it's it's of of the all the animated films that are out there uh it, it is not the best it's probably the worst i would i would probably send you to spider-man first elemental second and then this um actually i would do that order uh but i might recommend seeing spider-man for a second time before seeing this one for oh, a first time there you go there you so, go everyone yeah that yeah. is ruby gilman teenage kraken uh with an evil mermaid well, mermaids are traditionally you know not so good yeah, it's, that's, that's not according as, to disney you know, well, ah, uh, <laughs> oh, Disney. Ah, Disney. Nothing there you go. Disney. All right, that's but it. Even, even Disney villains aren't Disney villains, according to anyone. That's um, true. Very, very true. So there you go. Th- th- there's your uh, there's your reminder of uh, Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken, and our discussion of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. And once again, we talk about streaming and and make Mark think things that are going to bother him for weeks. That's how I go. So. Uh, don't forget to like us, follow us on social media at VS Movie Podcast, or go to the website vsmoviepodcast.com where you can read all of our reviews. I link to Ryan's reviews there. So good stuff for you to get there. Till next time, though, I am Mark. That is Ryan. Bye, Ryan. See you guys. And we will talk to you all later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.